recorded live in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Trivial Warfare. More than just a pub quiz, Trivial Warfare is your gateway to a worldwide trivia community. Join your hosts, Jonathan. Take these broken wings, it's Mr. Mister. Broken wings. Son of a beasting. Chris. I thought it was about a tree falling. I thought I was talking about a person going down. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Carmella. My vodka's telling me that no, they didn't. And the answer is yes, they were in 1854. You lied to me. Ben. Jonathan was literally, he was literally about to break things. He wasn't kidding. He was about to get it from his desk and destroy something valuable. (laughs) And the rest of the Trivial Warfare Army for another week of fun and games. Now here's your host, Jonathan Oaks. Hey guys, welcome to this bonus episode of Trivial Warfare. It is an all wrestling podcast today. Chris is uh, doing air traffic controlling over there. I don't know what's going on. So we have Chris in the house. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jonathan. How you doing tonight, sir? I am good, my friend. We have Ben in the house. Hello, Ben. Dabbing. <laughs> what up? What is that? He dabbed. It's a dab. But he's a dad, so he dad. Oh, he nice. Dad did, yeah, I like dad that. Dab. That makes that, sense, then. Dad, dads ruin the dab, by they the way. They really do, especially Ben there. Yeah. All right. He's Sorry. got a dad bot. What happened to your rhythm? You used I'm, to have some, didn't I you? I always had rhythm. That, that what does, was that? that, does, that never Only one singing. That never goes away. And our guest for today, our guest host for today. Yes, sir. Derek Schropel from the Oversell Podcast. Hello, Derek. Whether you like it or whether you don't like it, it's the best thing going today. <laughs> Woo! Are you talking about how I pronounced your name? That was the best thing going? Because I agree. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny that someone actually got it on the dot, and that was Carmella, and that was hilarious when I got a good laugh. That was <laughs> me and Abby. We got a great laugh at that. So, oh man, I could not get it right forever. I still, whenever we talk, I'm like, okay, got to remember this. Got to remember this. It's like an internal monologue, dude. Well, and Abby's your Abby's your wife, right, Derek? She's the one that introduced you to the show. Uh, actually, no. Um, we um. I got introduced to the show through a guy named Kyle Appleyard. He does. Oh, uh, Kyle down in Tampa. Yeah, he does the um, uh, Shark Dropper Studios and stuff like that. He's a buddy of mine, and uh, he got me into po- helped me get into podcasting. So that's how I found you guys. He was on it, and I became a fan ever since. Man, that is a small world right there. I know. So today's wrestling episode. I just got to tell you guys, it's it's going to be me versus Ben versus Chris in a triple threat, and I am ready. To kick copious amounts of ass. All right, this is my this is my <laughs> first funny. time getting to be a player on a wrestling episode, and I'm gonna bring the heat. All right, Dude, you're going so far down, you're gonna have to look up to see the bottom. The only heat you're gonna bring is out of your backside after eating chili earlier <laughs> today, and that's it. There, I don't like there's chili. so many wrestling quotes I want to throw you away, but I'm scared they might be questions, so I'm just gonna keep them to myself. <laughs> I like it. All right, so Derek, before we get to warm it up, Chris, why don't you remind people what the Oversell Podcast is? You know, we're just a wrestling podcast, and the one thing, we're taking kind of a break for the holidays just to kind of get refreshed, and then when we start back up, you've got the New Japan Pro Wrestling um, Wrestle Kingdom 12 coming up, and that'll, that'll probably be the big thing we cover when we get back, but 
you know, we try to focus away from the WWE. I like to talk with local Memphis wrestling. I like to talk, you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Lucha Underground, all this stuff. And, you know, it's just me and two buddies that get together. We've gotten to talk to wrestlers. We've had people like Leva Bates and um, Amazon Andrea. But now she is Mary Kate Duggan. What is she, who is she in NXT now? I, I forget who she is right now. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's just fun chance to talk wrestling. Love it. I got to tell you, if he's asking questions about those things, I'd like to amend my previous statement. <laughs> I I meant to say I have copious amounts of ass, and I'm preparing for it to be kicked. <laughs> if if those are what the questions are about, I just want to make sure that I've covered both ends. Mm, just Indeed. like your backside? Yeah, well, hey. All right, so <laughs> without further ado, it is time for Warm It Up, Chris, and it is going to be run by Derek. It's time to warm it up. Trivial Warfare today, and there's only one person who can warm it up for the TWA, and that's Chris, and sometimes Jonathan. All right, guys, so for your warm-up question here, which I just had to think of on the fly because um, you guys are a lot faster at things than I am, um, I want you guys to name for me from the, the original incarnation of the greatest faction ever from WCW, the NWO. Okay, so I could, go first? I could just say random WCW wrestler. <laughs> All right, I'm right. Yes. <laughs> so was there was there a qualification though? Did you did you put a time limit on when they had to be a member? This the original incarnation ran from July seventh, nineteen ninety six, to April of nineteen ninety eight, and then they split off, and you had the Wolf Pack, and you had NWO White, and it was just it was just a mess. Uh, well, and then they had uh, what the LWO, and then they had the, and then the silver. Ugh, I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> the silver. silver. Oh my gosh, what was this the, Pokemon? <laughs> silver was like Jeff NWO Jarrett. Green. He came in, Bret Hart. It was it, Evan Nash. It was them trying to recreate it, and at, you know, after that original run of the NWO, it just never could be done again. No, I agree. And and the internet was getting too savvy at that point too. Exactly. Yeah. Very good point. Ben, let's start with you. Uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Of course. Uh, he is on the list. All right. I'll go next. I'll say Kevin Nash. With the button. I will say Scott Hall. Yep. 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 Easy. Easy. Um, I'm going to go with Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Dig it. With the madness shirt, brother. He joined in February 1990. 1997. I was about to say, not not the NWO. He didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. That was back when they were using the terrible sets on the old Saturday Night Wrestling. That's true. Yeah. Remember those with the wannabe, like the cardboard doors that were made to look like metal, and they'd have people pulling them from the sides. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. They reused those for um, Thunder. Oh yeah, it's basically the same set. Nice. I totally forgot about Thunder. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with... Um, Wait, did, yeah, Ben took Randy Savage. So yeah, Ben now. took Savage. I'm going to go Lex Luger. Lex Luger is not on yeah. this list. <laughs> yes, he is. He was. Uh, he didn't join until the Wolfpack. Uh, he joined the NWO Wolfpack. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. He was not in the original incarnation. Mother puss bucket. <laughs> I'm going to say Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff joined in November 18th, 1996. All right, back to me. Yes, sir. I'm going to go with uh, Lil Nate. 
Little Nate, uh, I don't see him on the list. He was not the referee that was in the NWO. Uh, well, I'm going to go with um, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase joined in August 96, left the group in mid-97. Lex Luger was in there. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him on this list. I'm going to go with um, Paul White, the Giants. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, the Gi- yeah. I love the giant back in those days. He's just so damn scary. <laughs> not anymore, but yeah. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Now he's a big teddy bear. Ben, back to you. I don't have any freaking idea. Um, let's go with Raven. Raven was never in the NWO. Uh, I'm gonna Jonathan? say I'm gonna say the disciple, otherwise the known dis- as Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> Joined in February '98. All right, um, because I asked this question, actually, when I was on the Oversell podcast, I'm going to say Dusty Did Rhodes. Did you really? Not this question. You, you cheater. He asked, he yeah. asked what there in the episode, uh, and that he is on the list. He joined in January 98, um, but he asked what commentator joined the NWO. And like an idiot, I said like Larry Zabisco or something. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I think Chris and Derek have done some shenanigans behind the scenes. Uh. I think we are being set up, Ben. Oh, it's no. just like pro wrestling. There's already a determined outcome. <laughs> <laughs> scripted. It's not fake. It's scripted. That's right. Let's let's go uh, two more rounds each, and then we'll go through the rest of the list. Ben, back to you. Oh, I'm drawing blanks now. Um, so I got to go to see, think about managers and, and valets. I was just thinking it's better to draw a blank than shoot a blank. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm dealing with both right now. Oh, uh, no. Let's go with... Uh, I don't know. Let's go with Sable. Sable never was in the NWO. Never was in WCW. Never was in WCW. (laughs) Hey. Hey. (laughs) That's all I got. I'm going Virgil. Nice. So I'm sorry. Maybe maybe Vincent. Maybe they called him Vincent. Vincent. He was Vincent. And have you ever seen what goes on with him at wrestling conventions now? Yes. Mm. It's so good. Look up LonelyVirgil.net. You'll get a laugh because it's him sitting at a booth and absolutely no one wants to go pay him money to give him an autograph. Oh, to give him an autograph? Yeah. That's right. Like he has to pay for people to sign his crap. Oh, man. No, just kidding. Chris? It is awesome, actually. It's really great stuff. It doesn't stuff. sound awesome. That seems mean. Eh. Well, he he kind, kind of brings of a lot of it on himself, though. Oh. He does. All right. Let's see here. Um... Oh, sad emoji sigh. Um, I should have probably had this ready by the time it got to me, shouldn't I? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All right, my bad, yo. 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 Straight up, bust it, yo. What up, yo? Um, Sting? <laughs> he asked with a question mark? Yep. There was an NWO Sting. He joined in September 96 and then was kicked out of the group in December. Or he joined in September. Boom! December. Wait, is this the what? Is this the real sting? No, it's the fake sting. Oh, you cheat! He was on this <laughs> you list. Cheat. Wo sting. So one more round of peace, and then we'll call this list uh, done. Ben, what you got next? Uh, crap. I don't know. Let's go with. You should say Mongo McMichael. I'm just trying to think of like WCW wrestlers at this point. It's really bad. Mongo like candy. You should say Mongo. <laughs> um. Monko only pawn. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Flair. Flair was never a member of the NWO. He fought against the NWO relentlessly. He was one of the good guys. Woo! 
Yeah, uh, this is the reason that I thought Lex Luger was in because Miss Elizabeth was one hundred percent definitely in. So is that your answer, Miss yes, Elizabeth? Miss Elizabeth. She was part. She joined in September ninety six and then went with the Wolfpack after they split. I thought for sure that she was with Luger in the NWO. I think she joined with Savage. That's who she joined with. Must be. Chris, right. your last guess. Yeah, my last one. I was trying. I was trying to think before it got over to me, and I'm just drawing a lot. Go. <laughs> why do you keep trying? Because to- it's the right answer. Why didn't you say it? Because then? I didn't need to. I had a better one. Oh. Miss Elizabeth was a better answer. Okay. I'm still not saying your cheap answer, even though I think you're right. I think we talked about this at one point in time, and I think I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to say DDP. No. DDP faked them out and took a shirt and then beat the crap out of Scott Hall. That's right what it was. Sure. It. I remember him wearing the shirt. All I right. got I got two more. Okay. okay. Mongo, Mongo. Mongo McMichael. And I, and I got Conan. I forgot about Conan. Conan was Mongo was never. No, Mongo was. No, come on. Him and Luger were together. (laughs) They were four horsemen together, maybe, but he was not ever in the NWA. I could have sworn that he that he betrayed the announcing group. So the folks that you guys missed that were in the NWO original incarnation were six, also known as X Pac. Of course. And I can't believe no one got this. Buff Bagwell. He's oh, buff. oh, that's right. He's buff the stuff. Michael Wall Street, who is also IRS in the WWE. Wow. Scott Norton. Masahiro Chono, who also was a big name in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Dennis Rodman was in the original incarnation. <laughs> what does Scott Norton look like? Scott Norton. He was. He just was this tough-looking dude. He had what looked like a gigantic beer belly, but... Oh, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. The biker-looking guy with the buzz cut. Jonathan, you were trying to make him into a Buffalo Bills kicker for a second. You said Scott Norton. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tenzin. Oh, I forgot about Tenzin. If I I were to say the uh, only man to appear on Monday Night Raw and Monday Night Nitro on the same night, who would you guess? Um, Oh, crap. I thought it was Luger. Rick Rude. That's right. That's right. Dang it. We had that as a question in the show before. Brian Adams. uh, You guys got the disciple. No one said Scott Steiner. That's another shocker. Oh, wow. Yes. I want to go back to Brian Adams. Did he run to them? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome. I think he was in the the NWO in the summer of 69. That's exactly right. (laughs) And then, Ben, you were close with. Um, uh, little Nate, but it was actually Nick Patrick was the referee. That oh, joined. that's right. Okay, All yeah, right. I remember gotcha. that now. So that, friends, was your warm it up, Derek? Question. <laughs> I, I'm All feeling right. good. Feel All, right. All right. Yeah, not too bad. I only missed one, so I'm okay. I missed two, unfortunately, but one of them yeah. was after the fact. That's true. I hope you guys had fun. You're not going to ans- be able to answer any of these questions. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> copious amounts of ass. I'm not sure which way it's going, but there's going to be. Oh, I don't want to see copious amount of that. All right. Thank you very much. I- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, a lot of these are WWE questions. I've snuck some other uh, stuff in, but for the most part, it's majority WWE. So, All right. Hey, Let's do it. If you guys are ready, I'm ready. We're ready. Round one, question cool. one. Round one, question one. Your category is championships. Championship. Who's your mama? Who's your shata? Who's your tapa? 
Who was the first WWE Intercontinental Champion? I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in, too. Talk it out, Mr. Ben. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good talk. All right. (laughs) So, you know what that S on his uh, shirt stands for? Sucker! Sucker! <laughs> How'd you know where I was going with that? Because I know you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, all right. I was kind of expecting a uh, UHF joke. Stupid! stupid. <laughs> you are so stupid! Oh, rest now, Paul. So, intercontinental champion. This has to go back to. Can I talk out my logic here? I'm. I'll wait. <laughs> oh, <it's> so good. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a fun episode. That's All right. The second time I've heard you do that, and it still <laughs> makes me laugh, dude. <laughs> I remember editing that and falling out. <laughs> oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. I'm dizzy. <laughs> so, so ben, you can talk it out whenever you're ready. Just just wait on these knuckleheads over here. Um, first W, so WWE Intercontinental Champion. The name is the Red Snapper. <laughs> Wasn't Red Snapper. Um, I don't know. I. So I've got Macho Man in my head, and I've got the Honky Talk Man in my head, and I know that Honky Talk Man is what, <laughs> really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Ben's got dueling Honky Talk Man's going on right now. Oh my god! So I know that Honky Talk Man is significant, but I don't think he was the first. I feel like Macho Man was IC before he was. So I'm going to say Macho Man. All right, I uh, locked in with Pat Patterson. And I also locked in with Pat Patterson. The correct answer is Pat Patterson. Woo-hoo! Do you know how you learn that answer? You look it up when you're asking other trivia questions about wrestling. <laughs> you're like, really? Pat Patterson? No kidding. I knew it was early. I just, he won it I in like it. Brazil or something. Yeah, That's it why was they called it the Intercontinental yep. Belt. Yep. Around one, question two is in abbreviations. Not oh, crap. What did WCCW stand for? You know, thank God Vince McMahon changed the name of WWWF because that's just too much to say. The Worldwide Wrestling Federation, was that what that was? Yeah. I wonder I wonder if he thought about it again when uh the WWF, the World uh Wildlife Foundation came after the initials and he's just like, "Fine, I'm adding the extra W again." Yeah, and he's like, "WWWF, I'm going to yeah. own the internet." <laughs> Yeah, how to say that three times fast? www.www.com. <laughs> hey, we're going to have a very long URL. <laughs> like, he knows what a URL is. Like, you try to type in the name, and like your, your pinky finger like locks up instantly from typing W six times in a row. So, WCCW. Okay. I'm locked in. Ben is locked in. I'm also locked in, but I'm pretty sure it's wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it wrong, too. The one I'm thinking of right now (laughs) 
is World Continental Championship Wrestling. And I'm loving the answer just because World Continental just makes zero sense. (laughs) But I could totally see it being a wrestling organization. So I'm locking in with World Continental Championship Wrestling. (laughs) All right. I I said World Class Championship Wrestling. Oh, that's a much better answer. Um, I originally had, I was thinking World Class, but then I was like, it's probably geographical. So I went with West Coast Championship Wrestling. Oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. The correct answer. Is world class oh, championship uh, wrestling? Nice yeah! job, Mr. Oates. World class was famous um, down in Texas for um, the Sportatorium, where the Freebirds and Von Erichs would go and tear it up. Man, listen to Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah. He talks about going there all the time. He loves the Sportatorium, and I know Mick Foley talks about the Sportatorium in, in his uh, autobiography. Have a nice day, quite a bit too. Sportatorium. They play racquetball there on Thursdays at well, 7. Dude, that was probably <laughs> named bingo like on Wednesdays. Bingo, that bingo was, night is the jam, dude. Jonathan, <laughs> that thing was probably named like 60 years ago. And somebody's like, I got a great idea for this place. <laughs> it was Vince McMahon, apparently. <laughs> Let's call Let's it the Sportatorium. Let's call it the Sportatorium. <laughs> you feel like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, we've never seen Vince McMahon and Batman in the same room. That's I'm a fair Batman. answer. That's true. <laughs> I'm McMahon. McMahon. <laughs> McMahon. McMahon. Your third question in the first round is in catchphrases. At what pay-per-view, you do not have to give the year, I just want the name of the pay-per-view, was Austin 316 introduced? I am locked in. I am also locked in. Can we get a bonus if we say the year? Um, I didn't put the year on here. So. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say no then. <laughs> I believe this was when he started his feud with uh, Bret Hart. I want to say it was either Royal Rumble or King of the Ring. I feel like it was leading up to WrestleMania. I don't think it was a WrestleMania. I think it was leading up to WrestleMania. <sighs> I'm really guessing here, but we can tell. I'm going to go with the Royal Rumble. Uh, you're so close. You almost guessed right. It was a feud with Jake the Snake Roberts, and it was uh, because Jake was doing the religious angle, and it was at King of the Ring, I think it was 97, and it was an interview afterwards with Michael Hayes. I remember the interview. And, and he's talking about, like, you have your John 316, well, Austin 316 says, says, I, I just, just kicked your, your ass. ass. Yeah. Yeah, so it was definitely King of the Ring. I think it was whooped your ass, by the way. But, Might have um, been. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I think he, j- I think he just won King of the Ring, but I also wrote down King of the Ring. They, that was the one where Helmsley was supposed to win. I think that's right, and, and, and they took it away because from because of because of the, the too uh, sweet. Yeah, no, no, because of like this was he was getting punished for the Madison the Madison just, Square Garden send off yeah. thing. Yeah, the too sweet portion of it where he was saying goodbye to Scott Hall and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Kevin Nash. Yeah, the the curtain call or whatever they yeah. call it. Yeah. yeah. The correct answer is King of the Ring. Nice. You come out here, you thump your Bible, you quote your revelations, your John 316. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> Good imitation. Well like done, that. man. And he knew it word for word. Well, you get it written down in front of him, didn't he? I didn't write that part down. That's just all up here. Oh, nice. I, I, I've watched that thing like 700 times on the network. <laughs> All right, well, after the end of the first round, Chris has 20, Ben has zero, Jonathan has 30. Man. All right. What's up? Ben, round two. Ben nope. with his, uh, with his uh, sad uh, 
Exasperated sigh. Got to be honest. If, you cool. te- if we teamed you two together, you still wouldn't be beating me. Wow. After- <laughs> Let's talk in a couple more rounds, mister. This is wrestling. We have to promote every round. Oh, Lord. Well, Ben, I believe in you. You're going to come back, buddy. And it's going to start with this question. Here we go. Round two, question number one, debuts. At what pay-per-view did the NWO form? I don't need the year. Just the name. When you say form, can you define it? What do you mean by form? Do you mean third member? Correct. Okay. So when was their third member introduced? Correct. It was you want the year? Outsiders were joined with no year, just the pay-per-view name. Thank God for no year, man. I'm terrible with years. So am I. He just gave us the year in the warm it up, Chris. Oh, that's a fair point. Fair <laughs> that's point. The, that's, I didn't. Nice shot. It's like, so well, you you want to do a bonus two points if we get the year right? <laughs> no, I, I want him to add it to the question so I could laugh at you guys for not getting it right. Well, you know, I'm lucked you know, it's in. Not like, yeah, it's not like I didn't have to change my warm it up Chris question or anything either. No, not at all. <laughs> Cause I guess it, yeah, because I guess it was uh, they were the outsiders and then became. NWO. Well, they, so. they did like a year worth of lead up to the who's the yeah. third man. All right. I'm locked in. So is locked. me. I'm talking out again. <laughs> well, if you write something down first, you don't have to talk it out. <laughs> Are you locked in? Oh, yeah. I locked in first. I don't know. Um, WCW is kind of a weak spot for me. And, well, all of wrestling today feels like a weak spot for me. <laughs> Uh, around here, like the the year before this, is when I started getting into it for real. Yeah, this is around the time I actually stopped watching wrestling. So it's oh, oh you missed the best stuff ever. I know, I know, I'm such a loser. Bum, bum, ba-dum. Ba-dum. Uh, I'm gonna say Bash at the Beach, locked in. Good job, Ben. Chris. It is Bash at the Beach. I hey. also locked in with Bash at the Beach. Thanks, Jonathan, for um. Nice job, Ben. Well, you, he has not said the answer yet, mister. What? I can't celebrate? Bash at the, Bash at the Beach is the correct answer. See? Oh, jeez. And you know what's funny is if you go back and watch that clip, Bobby Heenan actually almost ruined it. When Hogan was coming out, he screamed, whose side is he on? And Dusty Rhodes had to cover him like, what are you talking about? It's the it's the Hulkster. And I'm pretty sure the face was like, what are you doing, bro? Come on, chill <laughs> See, and that was the start of Ben's comeback right there. That with was the it. You got it right, right, Chris? Yeah. Okay. I was too busy listening to you criticize me for five five and Ben. I forgot what you were doing. You mean answering the question because you didn't get over to me yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Round two, question two. The category is Memphis wrestling. Uh-oh. Memphis. Oh, boy. Local. Local. What? Yes, this is local to me. I guess this would be far distant from you guys, but... <laughs> What wrestler was known as Flex Cavana while wrestling in the Memphis company, USWA? Flex Cavana. All right, I'm locked in. It's a somewhat guess. I think I've read this before. I'm going to lock in. I'm, so I'm trying to nail this off of Memphis and USWA, which I can only guess is going to be late 70s, early 80s. I was going to go the Latino route at first. But I'm guessing there probably wasn't a whole lot of minority wrestlers that were big back then, especially in Memphis. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to settle on Lex Luger. All right. Chris, you want to guess? I said it was um, John Cena. And I uh, am hoping they shortened the name Flex to Lex because I went Lex Luger as well. 
So the correct answer, if I were to tell you guys, this guy became probably the greatest, not only just superstar in wrestling, but superstar in the world, who would you guess? In the, the, tra- world? the Rock? Ric Flair? Dwayne Johnson? The Rock. He was Flex Cavana. Oh, in- Colt, man. What was his? Wow. What was, well, Colt Cabana is yeah, another Colt Cabana is a different guy. Rocky Maivia is what he came in under. I never heard it. I never, ever. I didn't even know he wrestled okay. in Memphis. Yeah, he was Memphis um, back in probably late 90s, early, uh, throughout the 90s was kind of a feeder system to the WWE because if you were if you could make it in Memphis, you could make it on that show. That's how good our territory was here. And yeah, The Rock came down and was wrestling in front of Walmarts and everything. <laughs> like that. He was doing it as Flex Cavana. Mm, Flex. That's interesting. That's why it sounded name. familiar. Okay. What All a right. horrible name. Do you guys know who Harvey Wimpleman is? Oh, yeah. Guys- yeah. So um, he is a friend of one of the guys on our podcast. Down here, we know him as Downtown Bruno. And we got to go to his house to interview him for a show. And in it, he has um, a framed $2 or something like that. It was like 2 or 7 bucks. I can't remember the exact amount. But it was when The Rock needed a couple of bucks, Downtown Bruno gave it to him. And The Rock gave it back and signed it. It's like, thank you so much for believing me when you did. And he has that framed and hung up in his house. And that was something to see. Actually, wow. I think it's seven because he his production company is called Seven Bucks Productions. Yep, it was seven. So, and if that's a question, I'm, I'm like, I had no idea, never heard of that dude. But okay. thanks for that knowledge. Yeah, I was gonna say if that's a question that you're about to ask, dang it, it's not. Okay, thank God. Your round two, question three category is in ECW. Yes. Oh, this is that. No, this is bad for Jonathan. Who was the only wrestler to be employed by ECW during the entire run of the company? So he he was there at the start and he was there at the end. Correct. And he never missed a never missed he never left. He never signed with another company. He stayed with ECW the entire time. And this is the original ECW. That's not it's not the WWE ECW crap they tried to pull off <laughs> in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, locked in, boys. See, this is the part where I would normally feel comfortable with getting the 10 points on my opponents, but Jonathan has this ability of being able to pull answers out of his deep sphincter. <laughs> I'm locked in. All right, Uh-oh. Jonathan, talk it out. Time to go into deep sphincter mode. <laughs> oh, my God. Wash your, wash your hands afterwards. <laughs> brush up, brush up, brush up, brush up, brush up. <laughs> So what is this in the sphincter? Oh, rat snap off. <laughs> <laughs> and we just went off the rails again. There we go. That's <laughs> <coughs> uh, okay. So there's a few guys, right? Raven is really associated with ECW. Uh, there's a guy, blonde dude, hardcore guy named Hack, who is associated in my mind with ECW. Um, Tommy Dreamer is associated with ECW. I feel like um, I feel like Steve Blackman. There's 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 a um, what was that guy's name? New Jack something. Ooh, ooh, oh, okay. So there was a guy named Sabu. It's not Taz. I just gotta say, it's pretty cool to see how this comes together for you guys. Just watching Ben, like all chilled out, relaxed. Like I got this answer right here. Oh yeah, but he's, he, no, he <laughs> ain't right. Be how I look. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a duck in the water. His his feet are just. <laughs> and I'm trying to think because this would have been somebody who was on the roster at the this. The, you're considering the starting point 
the Shane Douglas, um, Correct. the Shane Douglas event. Correct. So it would have been somebody who was on the roster at that point. The two people that are really sticking with me right now would be Sabu. I think the guy's name is Sabu. The really the guy who was like Polynesian of some sort and was really crazy with the hardcore stuff. And the other guy is Tommy Dreamer. There's something about Tommy Dreamer that's taken me to him. He seems like a Philadelphia guy. He's got that look about him. I think I'm going to go in that direction. I'm going to say Tommy Dreamer. So I thought about all those guys. I thought about Tommy Dreamer. But I think I think he went to WWE before ECW folded. Same thing with RVD. I know that Taz had to retire early due to injuries, I think, as I recall. And so I settled on the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal maniac, Sabu. Oh, no. Anyway, um, and I actually think Jonathan went deep spinkter mode here, and I wrote Tommy Dreamer down. Uh-oh. So if you watch the rise and fall of the ECW DVD that the WWE produced, Which you will... Which is fantastic, by the way. best DVDs they've produced. Um, is it on the network? Yes. Uh, you'll find out that Tommy Dreamer is, in fact... The one guy that was employed the entire time by WC or ECW, not WCW, but ten points for the deep <laughs> sphincter. <laughs> that is Jonathan's wrestling name from here on out. <laughs> I think Sabu um, did go to WCW during the run a little bit, and they're like, "Well, this dude is crazy. Let's get hit. we can't have this on our television." Well, also Sabu got kicked out of do- uh, ECW for a period of time too, just because. He oh. Was- but did he get like arrested or anything like that? It wasn't arrested, but he pulled some sort of crap that crossed um, that crossed uh, Paul Heyman's line, and they talk mm. about that in the uh, wow. in the documentary too. So yeah, it, he now, was kind of charge him or something like that, and he was publicly fired. Now that you're thinking about it, that's that's yeah. it. Is um is Dreamer a Philadelphia guy? Because ECW yeah. is a Philadelphia thing, right? I yes. believe he's from Philly. Yeah, okay. he was. I know he went I to Maryland. He, I think he runs House of Hardcore out of Philadelphia because they keep saying that they they do their shows at the ECW Arena. He uh, he looks like a cheesesteak eater to me. He's my kind of guy. <laughs> he's my kind of dude. We could hang out. Uh, that's the end of the second round. After the second round, Jonathan has fifty. Chris has forty. Ben has ten. Fifty yeah. to forty to ten. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm loving it. Are you kidding? I'm like drinking a Coke and a smile over here. Hey, you, drunk. Ben, you still got the, that Patron on top of your refrigerator? Right over there, bro. Yeah, I'm going to get some. <laughs> all right, deep sphincter. Mm. Well, the comeback starts here. I'm, I'm all for you, Ben. Here we go. Round three, question one. Your category is NXT. No, 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 no. This is bad. Bad, bad, independent, bad. Independent wrestler Tommy End is now known as this wrestler in NXT. Oh, Name that wrestler. Crap. Tommy End. Oh, I can't even name a wrestler in NXT right now. E N D. This this for Jonathan. This question is simply name a dude in NXT right now. All right, uh, Ben. Uh, ben Corey and I went to the last NXT show, and there was something that was said during the show that made me lock in the answer that I locked in. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm hoping because <laughs> this this question's hard. Hoping. I'm locked in. And thinking and praying. Jonathan. Yeah, um, yeah. Hot spot now. Yeah, no, it's hump day and I am humped. <laughs> hump, hump day. day. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me another Coke. No. My house. Guess my what Cokes. day it is. <laughs> guess <laughs> what hey, day Julie. it is. Julie, guess what day it is. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. So Mike, 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 Mike. 
<laughs> There's so many people named Mike that hate that now, <laughs> that hate that stupid commercial. Come on. So literally everybody I haven't I haven't watched I haven't watched a wrestling show since the last pay-per-view that we were doing together. What was the last pay-per-view we saw? That oh, was the last that you were part of? In fact, the one and the one before that was the last one I saw before that. So I've seen I've seen maybe three or four shows all year. So current stuff is really killing me right now. Um I remember you guys came back from your event where they like NXT was in Jacksonville recently and Chris and Bob and Ben all went and there was a guy that you guys were and Corey went to and there was a guy that you guys like he had a four letter name and everybody was like chanting his name so that's the guy who's I'm trying to think of and his name was something like <laughs> it was like math <laughs> It was like Hass or Math or Bath or Wrath or something like that. Um, ben, I think he's talking about your favorite wrestler right now. I am. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> your favorite wrestler's name is Math. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be completely right for Ben. It's like every time he comes out. But I was told that he wouldn't be here. I told him no Math. <laughs> that would be so good. Oh. All right. Jonathan, Ben's locked in, so you can keep talking. Yeah, but I think in my head. Oh. Yeah, I can see it now. His name is like Math Polygon. <laughs> and his, his finisher's called Divide by Zero. <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be a cool finishing name, and, actually. Uh, if I were a wrestler, that would be my gimmick. His secondary is Imaginary Number. There you go, Imaginary Number. I'm going to do an Imaginary Number on you, buddy. Wow. This is what happens it's when fully you do a, fleshed out, man. This is what happens when you do a wrestling podcast with uh, with a couple nerds. You know what these guys are? Nerds. Nerds. It takes it takes one to know one, buddy. Mm. I'm gonna guess Wrath. So uh, the guy he was thinking about is the guy that I wrote down for my answer. Lars, 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 Lars Sullivan. Oh, that's who I wanted to go with. All right, and the answer I wrote down was the the final match that night. Uh, pitted a guy by the name of Velveteen Dream um, who faced this guy at the last pay-per-view, and I wrote down Alistair Black. Oh, I've seen That's those guys answer. fight. That was a great match, by the way, in the last Velveteen takeover. Dream is the guy who was on Tough Enough yeah, Patrick, like three years ago. Yeah. The correct answer, Chris, you were right on the button there. That was a good get. Boom. Well, the yeah, guy, wait, what was the answer? Alistair Black. Alistair Black. That's what you said? Yep. Good job, Chris. Well, the guys in the crowd were going, let's go, Tommy. Let's go, Tommy. And I was just like, why are you saying Tommy? His name's Alistair. And then I looked it up later. It's like, that's why they called it Tommy. And then I forgot about it. Two Tommies in a row in this thing. There you go. He wrestled as Tommy End in Germany for a company um, for a couple of companies up there. I think it's called like WXCW or WCWX. It's weird initials. And then he also did some stuff in progress too. And that dude is a bad man, and he legitimately scares me. He's a I, bad man. But the funny part is, is like I really liked like Takeover. His match against Velveteen Dream was amazing. But the match that Ben and I saw, I was not impressed. I mean, I remember talking to you, Ben, just mm-hmm. going, yeah. I was really looking forward to watching him wrestle, and I was just like, "I they must do a lot of editing or something because it's just I was not entertained." I think they were playing it safe because it was so close to pay per view, and that might be what it was. What the, they were trying stuff out before the yep. pay per view. Yep. 
So let's move on to question two here. Round three, question two. The category is finishing moves. I'm getting this one right. I am getting this question correct. (laughs) Divide by zero. He's calling a shot. What wrestler invented the powerbomb? Oh, damn. Damn. (laughs) You said it wrong, Ben. If you're going to say it, you better say it like Ron said. All right, let me say it right. Damn. <laughs> and Derek's gone. Derek is gone. Derek is gone, gone. <laughs> ben, you might need to go on a show and do that for him. Oh man. Oh man. Powerbomb. Wow. I didn't even do it. That that to me that wasn't even a very good damn. It uh, it sounded just like it really does. Like yeah. like the amplified version it's, of it. It's crazy it's crazy how close he gets it. Ah, all right. I loved the power bomb. That was my favorite finishing move for a while. Ahmed Johnson's version of it was my was my favorite. Oh, what was that called? That was the, the, uh, the uh, Power River Plunge no. or Mississippi River Plunge or Pearl, Pearl River, River Pearl Plunge. River Plunge. Yeah. When he was doing that, that it's like, how can this guy not be the champion with a finisher like that? I, I liked Ahmed Johnson. I really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the look. I mean, he was a good wrestler. Yep. Just, I, I wonder what happened with him. You know. Dang. Yeah, well, I, I've had a guy's name in the back of my head for a while, but I'm trying to go, f- trying to see if I can think of anybody else. I'm locked in. Oh, wow. Did you lock in, Chris? No, I'm I'm still thinking, dude. Me I mean, this is tough. I've been entertaining myself more than thinking, yeah. though. I asked uh, I asked them on their last podcast who, uh, who innovated the five-star splash, and, uh, or, no, not the five-star splash, but the... Shooting star press. Shooting star press, thank you. And, Billy uh, Kidman? No, I, that's actually the answers that's, that they I gave. It was, that's who I it was Jushin, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, that guy. Yeah. That, so, and that question pissed me off because I knew that too, and because I, I love Jushin Thunder Liger, he looked like a Power Ranger in pro wrestling. Like <laughs> that might be why I didn't like him. I didn't like I didn't like any of those guys they tried to bring in like that. Well, I th- this is why Derek asked this question. It's his. It's Derek's revenge. I told him that from the very beginning. I was like, this is Derek's revenge for the last few episodes that I've done. All right. I'm locked in. All right, Jonathan. I don't like my answer, by the way. I don't like your answer either. Fair enough. (laughs) The first one I can remember seeing personally is actually Kevin Nash, the jackknife powerbomb when he was diesel. That's the first one I'm remembering personally. But... Something's pulling me to Big John Stud. I don't know why, and it's probably wrong. And there's a big gap of time between Big John Stud and and Kevin Nash. You still and you don't see really many people doing a power bomb either these days with concussion and neck yeah, issues. It's not safe, and the people have realized it's not a safe move. Especially when Nash did his man. He just mm-hmm. picked you up, just kind of dropped you. Not coming to me. I, I'm gonna stick with Big John Stud. I was struggling quite a bit, and then I remembered the Vader bomb. So I put in, I wrote down, well, Vader or Big Van Vader, depending on. He was definitely doing a power bomb. So yeah, I was trying to think of the earliest per. I was who who does power bombs? Okay, Batista, obviously not him. There was a guy named Adam Bomb. He did one. Yes, he did. Um, (laughs) Kevin Nash. Who was the earliest guy that I know did the power bomb? And I said Vader. Well, no one got this question right. Yes! It was actually um, back in the black and white days of wrestling. Lou Thez 
Mm. Oh, oh wow. 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 Big okay. fan of his press. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was, I mean, he was the first guy that picked some dude up and it looked, you know, he just, I guess he had just invented it, but the video I saw of it, it just looked like the hardest power bomb. And I'm glad you mentioned Adam bomb because, um, we heard a story from downtown Bruno that, um, he was in an airport and, you know, he always called people by their gimmick names and their flight was about to leave. So he's trying to chase the guy down. So he was running through an airport screaming, bomb. Boom! <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, no! I don't think. I don't think yeah. I think oh my god! Um, yeah, poor guy. But Bruno's hilarious. So. That was not smart. Oh, you know, he yeah, wasn't even going first name either. That's why he. That's why he's a wrestler. That's right. <laughs> Incredible. All right, round three. Or yeah, round three. Question three is in eliminations. What wrestler eliminated the Undertaker out of the Royal Rumble in two thousand and two? You're talking about eliminations at first. I was going to say, Ben, out. <laughs> you are the weakest link. We lose a player after the midpoint. We lose a player after regulation. <laughs> All right, I'm locked in. I'm going to lock in, too. All right, I don't know. Um, so Undertaker, 2002. This would have been This would have been towards the end of Undertaker's American Badass gimmick. And I'm thinking that this would have been somebody that they wanted to push at the time. It was Kid Rock. And I'm trying to think of who, in 2002, who were they pushing? Probably would have been a big guy. Were they pushing a big show then? (laughs) My name is Kid! Would it have been the big show? Would it have been Triple H? Because I know he and the he and the Undertaker feuded. Was that at, around that time? So this is 2002. This would have been after Jericho won the, and unified the championships. That was 2000, 2001. The Rock was still in WWE then. So was Stone Cold. This was too early to be John Cena. Kurt Angle, perhaps? They were pushing Kurt Angle pretty big around that time. I'm going to lock in with Kurt Angle. Okay. All right. John, who did you say? So, um, I'm 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 probably. You guys are gonna love me. Chris is giving me a hard time. Chris gives me a hard time for not liking AJ Styles. <laughs> the other person that everybody loves that I don't like at all is the Undertaker. Um, I just the dude stopped being able to wrestle ten years ago at least. And he does three moves. And I, I hate three-move wrestlers. Triple H went from a perfectly good wrestler to a three-move wrestler about 10 years ago. And I just can't stand that kind of wrestler. And so Hayes is particularly annoying because of the walking on the ropes move, which doesn't hurt anybody ever. Literally, you could do that to me and I'm not going down. And they make a big deal out of that crap. That I'm bothers the shit out of me, all right? If I'm ever if he drops, going dropping a forearm on you from 15 feet in the air is going to hurt. What did you say? If I ever come to Jacksonville, I'm definitely going to do that to you now. I, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. It might be 15 feet in the air for you, but it's only like 13 feet in the air for me. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I don't, I don't know. You, you're gonna, you push the ring down a lot further than that. Oh, oh, no. Oh, man. Well, it takes a lot Something more to make- get me down, too. <laughs> Did someone make some coffee in here? Because it just got dark. 
So um, anyway, Jonathan just got Kelso burned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, timing is not good for me, right? I tried to think of Kane. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of Undertaker storylines, and the one I came up with, Kane. I, it, this could totally be. Uh, oh my God! It's his brother. By God, it's Kane. Kind of thing. <laughs> and so I said, Kane. Okay. Poor Jr. Sell some barbecue sauce. Be quiet. So I think the clue in this question was 2002, and so my answer was John Cena because that's right around that time that he began. So this guy, um, so Undertaker eliminated both the Hardys, and they got back in. We're fighting them after they got eliminated, which allowed this wrestler to come in the ring and slip a drop kick to Undertaker to eliminate him. He also won the very first season of Tough Enough, and it was Maven. Oh, oh my geez. gosh. Wow. Maven. <laughs> That's disrespect. <laughs> it was great because it showed the it showed a camera going around the Undertaker's face and him turn around slowly and Maven saw it and was like, Oh crap, I'm a dead man. <laughs> Undertaker got in the ring and whooped his ass from ring post to ring post to the concession stand, I believe. He just would not stop fighting him and Maven was actually never officially eliminated from that rumble, so he got a title shot because of it, and then got destroyed in a title match. Was he, <laughs> wait, was he Maven or was he Viscera at the time? Maven no. was his first name. Maven okay. was. You're thinking of Viscera, right? Yeah, I thought that's and what I said. Bull, not Maven Bull, Maven. Oh, okay. Maven yeah. was a skinny. He was not a big guy. Oh, he was okay. a little dude. He was like right. cruiserweight. I don't remember him to be honest with you. So okay. So after the third round. It, things tightened up in that round. We didn't get many right. Chris not, is the only really. person who got anything right in that round. It didn't tighten up that much. Well, it, <laughs> it got real loose on my end. <laughs> Personal problems, my friend. Uh, it is now 10 to 50 to 50. All right. Chris and Jonathan are tied. Chris is the only person who got anything right that round. That, that, was, that round was Derek's revenge. I tell Dim's you. the brakes, kid. <laughs> Hit the bricks. So I've got the midpoint question here, and the category for your midpoint question is factions. The Bullet Club is a stable that formed in New Japan Pro Wrestling in 2013. They've made tons of money through tons of merchandise deals with places like, I think Hot Topic is the main one where you can go in and buy Bullet Club shirts now, which is amazing because I can go into a whole diatribe about that. For five points each, I want you to name the four founding members of the Bullet Club. I don't know anything about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, literally nothing. I'm locked in. Woo! I'm locked in. Oh, wow. Oh, Chris. All right, I got the first three. It's the fourth one that I'm struggling with. Um, I got Prince Divot, who we we now know as uh, Finn Balor. Uh, Carl Anderson... Luke Gallows is my third answer. And number four, I am struggling. I think it's in there, but because part of me wants to say AJ Styles, but that's not the right answer. AJ took over for uh, Finn when Finn went to NXT. Crap. Okay, there's a guy that wrestles there, and I cannot remember his name. It's like something bad filet. Fallet, fallet, not not fillet, but fallet. Bad fillet. I've had one of those. <laughs> Disappointed. Um, there's a six ounce version and there's a nine ounce version. Right. <laughs> They're tag team. <laughs> <laughs> we call them the meat. Yeah. Oh my god. 
All right. My fourth answer is uh, bad news fallet. Just pulling that out of my backside. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to waste any time. I absolutely had no idea about any of these. I guessed um, Alberto Del Rio, and that was my only answer. I didn't really know either. I knew Finn Balor. I knew that one. And I get the other three were guesses. I went with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe. So uh, the four original members, it was started by Finn Balor, Prince Devitt. So you guys get credit for that one. Carl Anderson, Tama Tonga, and um, I'll need the room's decision on whether we give credit for this, but it's actually bad luck, Fale. Oh, no. No, I'm, I'll, I'll disqualify myself for that one because he's, I mean, he's a guy that's wrestling in New Japan right now. So, but, man, I was close. Okay, so Ben, by my calculations, Ben got one right and Chris got two rights. Jonathan got zilch. Uh, my calculations agree with yours. It is now <laughs> 60 to 50 to 15. Chris has taken a lead. Round four, question one. Obligatory TNA question. <laughs> you stole my subject. You told my category, man. Hey, man, I, I'm just like wrestlers. I'll steal your finishing move if I have to. It's just the funny part is the last episode I said obligatory TNA episode or uh, question. That's what he just so. said. Oh, no, I said TWA. Sorry. No. I, I blew it this. Dang it. I blew it again. <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> That's a high quality mistake there, Chris. Dang it, Carl. Doesn't matter which way you're trying to go, you're going to get it wrong. Round <laughs> um, four, question one is in wrestling styles. What style of wrestling involves masks and acrobatic techniques? Oh, okay. I'm locked in. Ben is locked in. I'm waiting for Jonathan to lock in because I can't spell it. <laughs> All right, I uh, I locked in. I believe the answer is Lucha. Okay. Ben, what'd you say? Um, I put Luchador. I guess that would technically not right because the Luchador is a person who performs such things. And I said Lucha Libre, which I added a word. Nacho right. Libre? <laughs> so if you look it up online, the uh, definition of Lucha Libre is a wrestling style that involves masks and acrobatic techniques. Wow. All right. See, if I had thought five more seconds. <laughs> no, I Does Lucha not count, though. Seriously, I, I, I've never heard it called Lucha Libre. I've always heard it just called Lucha. So I, that's no, just... I've heard a Lucha is a is the short form of it. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. If, I don't know if that should count or not. That's Derek. That's your call. Oh, man, don't put that pressure on me. I mean, I knew I, I felt good that Lucha Libre was the name of the style, uh, but I've heard plenty of people call it Lucha. So, so if you have when you have what's his name come out, Kalisto come out, yeah. come Lucha, 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 Lucha. And then so you I also think, have the wrestling organization Lucha Underground. It's very true. Very which true. I think is the question you asked, actually, was a Lucha Underground. That's question. your at. So that was the one. Yeah. Was yeah. That New so, Japan? No, uh, Lucha Underground's its own. Um, they're all organization. The same to me. <laughs> it's all grouped to you. That's right. Lucha, the definition uh, is wrestling. So I think we can give credit for Lucha. Thank you, so. guys. I, think so, I appreciate that. I won't do my normal yes. I'm just appreciative. <laughs> yes. Then you're going to get back to the game. It's going to He just soon. couldn't resist. Just wait until he wins by 10 points or less. <laughs> yeah. If I, I'm happy. If it's a one point win, I'm happy. You'll never hear the end of it. That's not true. You only won because I let you. 
Oh, wow. See? Terrible. Just wait. Terrible. <laughs> what me and my friends usually say in that argument is we always say, you only won because you work here. That's what <laughs> so round four, question two is in theme lyrics. Name the wrestler who has the following lyrics in their entrance music. <clears throat> From far and wide and light years away. Cast from the shadows. Now light my way fallen idols scream yesterday. Your kings and your queens hit the ground like rain. Did you say what promotion or just what's the wrestler? wrestler. Okay. Did you say whether this is an active wrestler or not? Uh, they, I, I will say they're an active WWE wrestler. Oh, it's serious. Chris had to take his headphones off to think about this one. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and lock in too, just because I don't. I'm not going to hear it from the lyrics. <laughs> I was afraid you'd say that because I just. Hi, let me reintroduce you guys to my bag of nothing. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of wrestlers that have like a ton of lyrics in their songs because I was thinking Triple H at first because Motorhead obviously does uh, his 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 songs. It didn't sound like it was Ace of Spades, which is the one that he uh, he comes out to from time to time, and I don't think it's, it's on your knees, dog. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think it's and I don't think it's the game, which is his normal theme music. It's because, definitely not that. Yeah, I mean we're very used to that song <laughs> on this show. Uh, although that would be very ironic if uh, if I feel so dumb. Oh, I know, it. right? That would be outstanding and terrible all the same time. <laughs> Oh, um, so it's just, man, I don't, and I don't, I was thinking then because of the light and darkness of, I was thinking Bray Wyatt, but it, there's not that many words in, um, in his song. Crap. I just, I got, like I said, I brought out my bag of nothing for a reason. I really don't know. I don't think it's Braun Strowman's cause his is gone. And then he just comes out and it's just dun, 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 sounds like dun, Rhino. Dun. It's not, yeah, no kidding. It's not, it's not Brock Lesnar because his is all instrumental. Um, it's not the Hardys, even though who knows what um, what Woken Matt Hardy is coming out to now. Um, <laughs> he just went out there yesterday and laughed for like thir- like about three minutes straight and they just kept the tv and they just kept the camera on him the whole time it was outstanding i was like okay vince is gonna shut this off anytime now no he's not holy crap this is great <laughs> oh this is great <laughs> no it really is because matt hardy's just bat bleep crazy out there and it's wonderful so, is all of this is, are you saying all this to say that you don't have any freaking clue yeah, I've said, I, thought I, I thought I said that at the very beginning. <laughs> well, what's your answer then? I'm going to lock in with Bray Wyatt, but I don't have Hook a better answer. Enough, didn't it? Shut your cake hole, well, Yoko. With a lot less angst, I locked in with Bray Wyatt too. Because <laughs> it sounds like some. Uh, the other person I would have said was Stardust, but he said active. Yeah. Stardust would have made sense here. But and and Goldust's w- song doesn't have any lyrics yep. to it. So. so I said Bray Wyatt. So with nothing else to go on, but it's an active WWE wrestler in these lyrics. Um. So I'm thinking it might be the Kingslayer, Seth freaking Rollins. So that's who I locked in with. Oh. From far and wide and light years away, cast from the shadows, now light my way. Fallen idol scream yesterday. Your kings and your queens hit the ground like rain. It's Asuka. 
Oh my gosh! Ooh. Wow. Well, negative. Wow. All I've right. Only seen her wow. wrestle. I've seen her wrestle once on NXT, and she's freaking phenomenal. Question three in round four is in lingo. What is the term for negative reaction from the lives live fans in attendance? I guess live fans in attendance is kind of a. When you rid- say negative, do you mean booing or do you mean silence? Boo. Thank you. You're welcome. Any negative reaction, so it could I'm be in. boo or I hate you or sure suck or you it's suck or, or you it's suck. what Rand drunk guy behind me is saying because you can't really put that on a family podcast. Fine, I'll lock in. I just, okay, my I wrote down pop because that's that's the reaction they're trying to get, but I think that's a thought that was the positive one. The problem is is I'm not thinking of a negative one. I mean, I know babyface heels um there's I mean, there's a thing called yaboos. I'm locking in with pop even though I hate the I hate my answer, so locked in. I prefer soda. Mick just got your soda. Mick <laughs> just got your soda. Uh, I called it heat. Anytime, oh, anytime somebody's reacting, it's called heat. Yep, I locked in heat. Your correct answer is the forgotten lost art of heat. How did you not get heat? It just wasn't coming to me. Before we start recording, I said heat. Like, get get heat and, you know, it, it, it's a sad it thing. It was right? not coming to me. <laughs> Thank you for rubbing more salt on my wounds. <laughs> It's sad that heat is so lost because, you know, you used to go to a wrestling show to actually boo people. If you think about it, like, mm-hmm. man, show to actually boo the bad guys. You didn't go to cheer for the good guys. You're right. going to. So, you know, you're going. So you wanted to see the old lady hitting using her pocketbook to hit on a hit a wrestler. And stuff. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Oh, piss. <laughs> so at the, at the end of the fourth round. Uh, it is seventy to seventy to twenty five. Chris earned a hard earned ten points earlier and just gave it away on like one of the easier questions of the day. Mm. Mm. I mean, Ben got it. He's he's ge- wow. he's, try- he's generating heat on you right now. Chris. <laughs> oh, I would have. And he says even not- even Ben got it. <laughs> you know, I would have been a heel even, if I was a wrestler. Even- <laughs> Even well, the slow kid got it. <laughs> I mean, he, he looked up from eating his paste, and he's like, "Heat? <laughs> Is it heat?" If you want to see the best um, video oh, of man. a wrestler getting heat, look up uh, Ted DiBiase making a kid dribble a basketball fifteen times. When he gets to fourteen, he just punts the ball, and the, the oh, kid. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen I've, this. I've seen that a million times. I, when you good. when we were talking about it, and you were talking about the old days, I was thinking Ted DiBiase. He used to get so much freaking heat. Do you realize that Jonathan's talking like if this was if this was like a wrestling like locker room, Jonathan thinks I'm like the Eugene of like wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> my name Eugene. No, uh, I would have. Called I think you he was jacket is button all wrong. I who's think he's sick at horde swoggle. <laughs> no, who's the who's the little blonde guy who's in these in these shows for absolutely no reason? Oh, James Ellsworth. Yes, James Ellsworth. Um, I'm, El- I'm Ellsworth. Yeah. I can't be fired. Don't worry. That, at least, yeah. at least let me be Eugene. At least that, Eugene had moves. That, at least he dude. had like. I hated that dude. Qualities. I could not believe they were putting him on the air. I'll even take Hornswoggle. He's got the sweet shin music. Kicks ass, dude. He got sweet shin music. That's <laughs> a great move. Sweet shin music. Sweet shin music. <laughs> oh, I'm so disappointed in myself. 
I am pretty disappointed in you too. <laughs> but you're excited. I'll feel these nipples. <laughs> no, thank you. Your round five question. You know what your nipples happens. smell like? Oh, red snapple. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not again. Oh no, not again. So your round five question one category is in I was told there would be no math. Crap. Here we go. The return of the Mac. I got, I I got this. I'm ready. I hope I can get myself through this question because it's, it's actually hilarious. In an infamous promo Scott Steiner did for Sacrifice, what percentage did Scott Steiner say he had to beat Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe in triple threat match? I'm locked in. Wait a minute. No, I'm, I'm unlocking. I got to think about it some more. I was going to say, this is kind of your wheelhouse. You were watching TNA at the time. So this was in TNA. Okay, that helps. I'm locking in with the wrong answer. I when you started talking about a promo, I was hoping you were coming in with that guy from the WCW. I can't what was his name. Who got stuck in the door? Shockmaster. Shockmaster. <laughs> Shock the world. Oh, that was so good. If you go back and watch that, listen for this. You can hear um, Davy Boy Smith go. He just fell on his arse. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, I thought he was going to ask the number of holds that Chris Jericho is listing out. Armbar. Armbar. I'm locked in. So both of you are locked in? Yeah, talk I, it out. So I said this earlier because the guys, um, there's another podcast called Ring Rust Radio, and they play clips from like famous clips from promos at the beginning of the podcast. And this this is one of those clips, and I, I remember seeing on YouTube is Scott Steiner, and he's adding up like I think it's like a fatal four way. He's like, I've got a thirty three percent chance plus a seventy five percent chance plus another thirty three percent chance, and I've got a one hundred and forty one and two thirds percent chance. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so I'm locking in with one hundred forty one and two thirds percent. Wow! <laughs> I was thinking to myself, for me, it's just pick a random number, but I wanted to go with a fraction. I felt like this would be funny if the answer was a fraction. I, I just made up. I said 230%. There you go. I wrote 100,000% because <laughs> I figured it was Scott Steiner and that dude can't do nothing. So I'm going to read the pro the promo. You know, they say that all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe and you can see that statement is not tree, true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak and I'm not normal, so you got a 25% at best to beat me. Then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. Your chances winning go drastically down. See, the three-way sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I got a 66 and two-third chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and one-third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we was to go one-on-one and then add my 66 and two-thirds percent, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning. At yes! Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. You have redeemed yourself. Oh. I want to give you like... I want to give you ten and two thirds points for this. <laughs> ten and for, two yes, thirds. Ten and two thirds points I'll, for this answer. So I, I have thirty five and two thirds points. I was going to say, <laughs> give that man a cookie. Ben, no, I'll take I, the two thirds you know, points. <laughs> I'm really happy you got this question right because I put that question in there specifically for you. I appreciate it. I appreciate. Boo it. earns. That was awesome. Boo earns. That was, 
that's 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 a pretty fantastic promo. It really right? is. Was is that amazing. self-aware? It, it, yeah, that, that's you need uh, on YouTube. Someone actually did a graphics, and they were actually putting all the math on like a wax. <laughs> but I mean, did he know? Was was it? I'm stupid, or was he self-awarely doing that? I think it's just he was stupid. Oh my the, god! But he he obviously did the math on that ahead of time and yeah. added up the seventy five. Yeah, that was it wow. was hilarious. Yep. You know he's also a manager, or he owns a Shoney's somewhere. Wow! I thought she, if you would have been better if you said he's a manager of a Shoney's. The funny, so the funniest. <laughs> would you like the buffet? <laughs> the breakfast buffet, sucker. So you're round two, quite or question two and round five. Uh, the category is swerve. On July 9th, twenty twelve, the Raw general anonymous general manager was revealed. What superstar was revealed to be this person? Crap. 2012? Yes, July 9th, 2012. Damn, that's five years ago. All right, I'm locked in. Chris is locked in. Yeah, but I haven't answered a question right in this half. I hate general <laughs> managers. I hate that whole concept. I have not answered one question right so far in this half. Ben has. <laughs> He's answered like two. <laughs> two. Chris, that's not true. You asked. You answered the first question right. Did I? Yeah. Oh, thank God. That doesn't change your score. Yeah, I know. You locked in? I am. Yes. All right, I'm locked in. I remember when, when this was going on, but I don't remember how it ended. I thought it just kind of they just kind of dropped the gimmick altogether. So this would have been before um, Daniel Bryan retired, so he wouldn't have been the GM. I don't think they'd have an active wrestler being the raw GM. I'm leaning towards Triple H, but I think Triple H was really just starting to do the behind the scenes stuff then. And he was really more interested in pushing other wrestlers and kind of getting his COO career launched. He was he was doing this whole COO thing. I'm going to say Stephanie McMahon. Jonathan, who'd you say? So I had the names Kurt Angle going through my head, but I think that was more recent her had Mick Foley going through my head, and that's the most likely. I feel like he was a commissioner like three times or something like that, the general manager. Uh, in the end, I I remember Roddy Piper doing something like that for a little while, uh, and it seemed surprising that he was back. So I said Roddy Piper. Okay. Um, I actually said this name earlier when we called Ben, it, uh, ben this name, but I believe the answer is Hornswoggle. He was the master of sweet shin music. And y'all were just talking about him. It was Hornswoggle. Yes! He, was, wow. he was sending emails Woo! from underneath the ring. <laughs> he was underneath the ring. It was great. Jerry Lawler he- pulled him out from under the ring, and he was like, so you've been doing this the whole time? And Hornswoggle kicked him in the shin and then left. Well, and he was also, at that point in time, he was also discovered to be Vince McMahon's uh, long-lost son. Yep. That was before that, too. Oh, that was before that? Okay. So many sharks have been jumped. It's like, like, (laughs) hey, we've got got to reveal something dumb here. Why don't we just make it hornswoggle is is the way they look for that. Uh, Round five, question three. The category is invasion. Who was the first WCW wrestler to appear on WWF programming after the WWF bought out WCW? Oh, wow. The first one. Oh, man. This is hard, but this is a good question. I remember the angle. I'm trying to trying to remember. 
there's somebody I'm forgetting, and I'd feel more comfortable if I named all the guys I thought it could possibly be before picking one. I cannot. I I don't know why I'm not. Oh, that was the other one. All right, I'm locked in, but I hate my answer. Can't be any worse than pop. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Name the dad on the sitcom from the sixties. I had plenty of other things I could have done tonight. Plenty, <laughs> plenty. Well, winning a game certainly wasn't one of them. Oh, I believe if you look at the score, however, this guy's still in the lead. Are you locked in, Jonathan? No, you are in the lead right now, just by ten. How about that? Mm-hmm. No, I'm still debating between my choices. Right, I'm gonna lock in. So the invasion foursome is Perry Saturn, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and Dean Malenko. It's one of those four, and they did the whole dude shows up in the arena, uh, bought and they bought tickets kind of thing, and it's like, oh my god, that's such and such in the arena. He can't be here. One of those deals. And if, originally, I was leaning towards Saturn. But Saturn is the least um, charismatic of the three. And that's saying something in a group with Dean Malenko. <laughs> so so I, I, I'm eliminating Saturn. And I'm eliminating Benoit. Uh, because I don't think you would ask this question if it was Benoit. I think if you're going to ask a Benoit question, you ask a different question. So I'm down to Malenko and Guerrero. And I think Guerrero is the one that they would lead the vanguard with. So I'm going to go with Eddie Guerrero. All right. For me, this was tough because this was this was after Chris graduated from college. And Chris was dirt poor. I mean, like poor, poor. And so he didn't have things like cable. <laughs> he decided to buy things like peanut butter. <laughs> and so... Um, peanut butter jelly time. Exactly. Peanut butter jelly time. Exactly. Where yet? Where yet? So yet? I didn't... Yeah, because I was... Uh, anyway... So I had no idea. I really I didn't none. watch this either. I saw it on the network like yeah. two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I need to go and watch that because I don't remember it at all. But I wrote down Rey Mysterio, which is clearly wrong because you're very clear on, on that. And that your answer sounds much better than mine. I was just trying to think of big names that came from WCW, and I wrote down um, Diamond Dallas Page. I think he was like last. I, I honestly think he was like the last one to come over. So the radicals actually came over. You're thinking of the radicals, Jonathan. Yeah. They came over while WCW was still in business. Uh, the correct uh, answer is Lance Storm. So nobody. Oh my it. gosh! This was see. This was after Owner of the Storm Academy. This was after WWE bought out WCW, and I, I believe the Radicals came over as WCW is still in a company because Eddie Guerrero actually walked out on an episode of Monday Night Nitro, threw a cup of coffee on himself, then got out of the arena. Dang. <laughs> that seems drastic. Well, that sounds like a Geico commercial. Gonna... Some people like to pour hot coffee on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so Lance Storm did a run-in during a match on, on what was called Raw is War back in those days, and that's who was the first guy to come over. Okay. Wow. All right, after the fifth round, Chris has 80, Jonathan has 70, and Ben has 35 and two-thirds. There you go. <laughs> I love it. The first time that I think we've ever had a fraction point in this uh, astute podcast. You got to give the man his due. And if I get all three of these right, I, I'm not locked out. 
Well, you're not locked out because it's a triple threat, period. I, well, I have a I have a legit chance to win if I get all three of these right. Oh, okay. Well, let's, I hope you do. <laughs> let's six, just be honest, man. Let's, we'll start round six, question one. Parents of wrestlers. Parents what professional argue. sport did Chris Jericho's father, Ted Irving, play? All right, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Never heard of Ted Irving. I know Jericho's from, uh, is it Calgary or uh, Manitoba? One of the, one of those Canadian provinces. So if I had to guess, I would say ice hockey. So I'm going to go with ice hockey. Okay. He's Canadian. I said hockey. <laughs> I think uh, his dad was either a New York Islander or a New York Ranger, but the answer is hockey. He played for the Kings, the Rangers, the Blues, and the Bruins. Oh. It was ice hockey. Nice. Good job. Good job. At least I got one of them. <laughs> ben, you made me think of one. There's a funny video you can look up on YouTube, and somebody yells at Jericho, hey, go back to Toronto. <laughs> Takes a wrestler, throws him in the ring. He goes, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> and what's funny is he lives, in Ta- and he lives in Tampa now. They all live in Tampa. Yeah, that's true. All right, round six, question two. Your category is promos. Who said in a promo, I have wined and dined with kings and queens, and I have slept in alleys and died on pork and beans? Okay, repeat it, please. I have wined and dined with kings and queens, and I have slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. I can't think of this person's name. This this promo sounds familiar to you, Ben? You don't have to say... Yeah, just, where do you uh, remember hearing it, Ben? Shut I don't, up. I don't remember hearing the promo. I'm just trying to get with the context of the promo. Oh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and lock in. I'm locked in, too. Oh, great. So excited to talk this one out. Uh, because if you hear the first part of it, it, it sounds clearly like Ric Flair. Woo! But I don't think Ric Flair as a character has ever eaten pork and beans in his life. Woo! <laughs> by the way he said in an interview that the perfect way to te- or to tweet woo is w with five o's no h no h oh just woo. who is it telling the story was it you telling me the story about the guy who who realized that rick it was rick flair in front of him no uh-uh, that was oh, i don't who, know what, I don't, who said that story somebody told us a story I can't remember who it was, but it, it, it might have been it might have been one of the Sinister Six guys. Uh, now that I think about it, and so anyway, like this guy was walking behind Ric Flair in an airport, and he realized it was Ric Flair, but he didn't want to call a scene to him, and, and so he, he said just behind him when they were stopped, he just made a little sound. He's like, he says, "Nate," and without turning around, Ric Flair responds. <laughs> I think it was. That might have been Barber. That sounds familiar. That's a uh, great story. Uh, I don't want to really think too much more into it because I really won't come up with a better answer. I'm locked in with uh, Ric Flair. You want to go? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine this. And so if I said in this person's voice, it would sound something like, 
I've wined and dined on with kings and queens. You say it's right, gay baby. And I've, <laughs> and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans all fifth, baby. Oh wow. The American dream Dusty Rhodes. I also said Dusty Rhodes, and I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> I hope you guys are right because that sounds It awesome. sounds like something he would you, say. You're right. I have wined and dined with kings and queens. Oh, you guys are right! <laughs> dined on pork and beans, baby. Put your hand up. Put your hand up and touch me. Come on, people. It's Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, man. Love you guys. Man. I wanted. I was waiting to talk at the end so I could do the whole invitation. That's exactly what I, I was, was waiting doing. for. You. I was like, I'll go ahead. <laughs> you should have said it first, man. That was awesome, you guys. Well done. By the way, Ben's now got two. Yep, I got. I got two. I'm, I got to get the trifecta here. So if you go back and watch that promo, at some point Dusty Roach does does actually put his hand up to the screen and reaches out and, and asks for the audience. And if you really get into that promo, you start finding yourself. Reaching out, <laughs> yeah, no, no, awesome. no. He was electric, man. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Special. Question three in the sixth round is in science. Whoa! <laughs> yes. Whoa! Yes. What the hell is that? That was awesome. He was waiting all game to do that. Science. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, was, I made this question last just so I could do that. I love oh, that. Terrific. Holy moly, I'm jealous. What former WWE champion has a degree in marine biology? Whoa. Mm. Man, I'm getting this one wrong, too. <laughs> Skinner. <laughs> nice. I will give an extra hint because I didn't say what champion. What former WWE intercontinental champion oh. has a in marine biology. Thank you. That does help. Well, when you were saying champion, I was thinking heavyweight champion. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. All right. That helps. Well, not really helps, but it narrows. Well, <laughs> it does something. This is the kind of question that I really wish had like a year or yeah. a range or something to get us in the right area. So he was. Um, it's a he. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I'll give you. It is a he. <laughs> it's not China. All right. So he was last seen in the WWE round end of 2015, beginning of 2016. Oh, crossing Jake the Snake off my list then. All right. Thank you. Wow. I'm trying to – now I've I've gotten to – and you know what? That's that's who I'm going to go with. That's who I'm going to go with. He may not even have been an Intercontinental Champion, but I'm locked in. You could cut the tension with a knife. I'm locked in with my wrong answer. So you're both locked in. So I just tossed around a bunch of names. I was like, okay, you know, was it Alberto Del Rio? So you said intercontinental champ. So I'm, I'm, so my logic was if this person had gotten a higher belt than I see, you would have said what former heavyweight champion. I use that same logic. So I was thinking like, okay, this is someone who – Got as far as I see, but didn't go further. So, well, Dale Rio won the big belt before. So has Ziggler. Then I started tossing out names like Sheamus and Cesaro. They've—I don't know if Cesaro's ever been champ. I know Sheamus has won the big belt before. Um, then I started tossing around like names like Wade Barrett. Um, then I started to settle on Zack Ryder. I know he's been U.S. champ before. Don't know if he was ever IC champ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you know, know it. it. <laughs> Bro. 
in it, but he's still active. He's still an active wrestler. So it wouldn't be somebody like him. So I was trying to think, would it be somebody like, uh, I'm going to settle on Jack Swagger. I'm going to lock in Jack Swagger. That's an interesting That's answer. That's not a bad guess. I, that's really interesting. Even though I swear, looking at Z- Swagger, he just looks stupid. He looks like a meathead, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. It's All the right. veneers he has on his teeth. That's what it is. So I was, Wasn't he the one who went to Harvard? No, that was uh, that was Je- that was uh, Jennifer Hudson's boyfriend or ex boyfriend. No, that was somebody else. Somebody. Well, he did too, but yeah. there was another guy that builds it. it. He was on the first season of Tough Enough. Is yeah. now it was Chris Nowinski. Yeah. yeah. Nowinski. Oh, okay. All right, that sounds familiar. All right, I was kind of going back and forth, and then I started really trying to hone in into the 2015 angle. Um, Drew McIntyre came into my head, even though he's now back in NXT. Um, he he got as high as the Intercontinental Belt. Then the answer I went with and circled was Cody Rhodes, because uh, he left I think in 2015, and then now is doing the um, the independent route, and he's in Ring of Honor now. And so, but I I really don't have anything else better than that. I didn't have anything else better than those two. All right, Jonathan. So my answer is probably worse than both of those. I don't even know if this guy won the Intercontinental Belt, but pretty much like half the roster had won the Intercontinental Belt, so I thought there was a solid chance that he did. Uh, And I feel like I haven't seen him in about two years. Maybe my mind is just way off. But I said Damian Sandow. He seemed like a smart guy. That's a good guess. That's a a really good answer, and that might be it, man. I I, think he did. He feels like a smart guy to me. This man earned his degree from the University of Liverpool. And I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Wade freaking Barrett. Dang it. Ben, you, you named him, man. I you did. Passed, what you passed on his name, you broke my heart there, man. Uh, <laughs> yes, wow. he has a degree from Liverpool in marine biology. Wow. Which, it's so it sucks he never got the due that he should have gotten, because I really enjoyed watching Wade Barrett. I thought he was pretty good. I, I did, too. I liked him. I thought I he was still that. active. Yeah, I know he had to do the whole Bad News Barrett thing. He uh, he has he did the yeah, King Barrett he, thing. Yeah, he decided he wanted to be an actor. He le- he left. He was one of the few that left WWE voluntarily. He, him and Cody Rhodes left around the same time. And that night, the Nexus debuted on Raw, and they just tore everything up. Yeah, That's that like great. one of my favorite things to watch was him, with him and all. Totally not expecting that moment for sure. I don't know where the Nexus is. They they were from. NXT when it was still like kind of like a reality oh, show. That you're, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Not that NXT. It was and then yeah, they yeah. came became the Nexus and I got you yeah. now. A lot of people were a part of that. So after the sixth round, Chris and Jonathan are tied with ninety, and Ben came back nicely with fifty five and two thirds. Oh yeah, I told you. I told you. Oh, oh yeah. So your gauntlet category for this episode is Kings. All right. I'm locked in with my wager. I'm also locked in with my wager. And I'm locked in with mine. All right. So your first question in the gauntlet for Kings is, who, after winning the King of the Ring, called himself the King of Hearts? I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Your second question in the gauntlet, what independent wrestler has proclaimed himself the King of Bros? The King of Bros, B-R-O-S? Yes, bros. I was hoping it was pros. I was going to go Shakespeare. King of bros. That drop you just heard was my balls. <laughs> Finally gaining your manhood, I see. Are here. I didn't see anything, <laughs> I promise. 
Are your balls made of lead? Jeez. I'm locked in. All right, I'm locked in. I'm locking in. Your final question in the gauntlet is, what was the name of Jerry the King Lawler's kayfabe dentist? Kayfabe means storyline. I'm locked in. Shout out to Jerry the King Lawler. Memphis own. Memphis is own. All right, I'm locked in. Derek keeps posting pictures of him going to Jerry Lawler's barbecue place. Oh, it's so good, too. The first, time, the first time I met one of my buddies who's a local wrestler here, um, we were in there and there were a bunch of people sitting at a table and didn't pay him enough attention to go to the counter, make more and sit down. And then I looked to the left of me and Jerry the King Lawler sitting right next to me and his 25-year-old girlfriend and downtown Bruno. And I'm like, oh, hey, guys, what's up? That's got to be pretty cool. I'm logged in. All right. All right. Everybody's got their answers. Question one, who, after winning the King of the Ring, called himself the King of Hearts? I said my favorite heart, Owen Hart. I said Owen Hart. I said Owen Hart. What independent wrestler has proclaimed himself the King of Bros? Um, I was going back and forth, and I there's a guy that I'm thinking of that his whole gimmick is like punching somebody in the balls. And I cannot remember his name to save my life. So instead, I went with a wrestler that unfortunately is not an independent wrestler. He wrestles for the WWE, but I wrote Pete Dunn. The bruiser um, weight. He Dunn. I went yeah. with uh, Zack Ryder. It seems likely. Him or Mojo Rawley, right? <laughs> I said uh, San Diego's High School Football Rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what was the name of Jerry the King's La- King Lawler's? Kayfabe dentist. I went with uh uh with uh Kane himself, Isaac Yankum DDS. I said Isaac Yankum DDS. Oh, I went with King Cavity. I had no idea. <laughs> okay, so all right. What are the answers to our three questions? To who, after winning the King of the Ring, called himself the King of Hearts? That was the best heart. That was Owen Hart. What independent wrestler has proclaimed himself to be the King of Bros? His name is Matt Riddle. Right now, he is tearing it up on the independent wrestler scene. He's a former UFC fighter, and now he's changed it up, and he's just doing all sorts of great stuff on the indies, and you'll probably see him in NXT within the year. You said Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle. Okay. I thought you said Matt Seidel at first. I was like, oh, that's the dude that was in WWE many years ago. Okay. I would argue that my answer was correct. San Dimas High School football does rule. If San Dimas <laughs> High School actually existed. Look, you can't argue that, all right? <laughs> what was the name of Jerry King Lawler's kayfabe dentist? It was Dr. Isaac Yankum. Oh, it really was. Hey, hoopa. Hey, we got two out of three, Chris. Right. That ain't bad. We meatloafed it. <laughs> it's so funny how many um, gimmicks Kane had to go through. He was yeah. Dr. Isaac Yankum. He was fake uh, Diesel. Oh, when yeah. they did fake Diesel and Razor Ramon, He was that was him. And he actually, in Memphis, he was something called the Christmas Creature. So, <laughs> and now, and he and now he's like, running for mayor. Go was, was he the gobbledygooker? No, he was not the gobbledygooker. Oh, and shame. He, he is actually running for mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Nice. All well, right. guys, it's coming down to wagers. Wagers. Ben, let's start with you, my friend. I So I was like, I need 35 to catch you guys and to beat you by two-thirds. So I wagered 35. <laughs> you, need, you needed about... Tree fitting. Tree fitting. Yeah. Tree fitting. So 35, 55 minus 35. You finished with 20 
and two thirds. Yep, and I'm proud of it. Good job, uh, Chris. I'm hoping for a rock paper scissors. I bet zero. I finished with ninety. Jonathan, get your fist out. I bet zero. Yes, <laughs> yeah. rock paper scissoring for the wrestling title. You know, actually, I think uh, since it's wrestling related, I think you guys may have to thumb wrestle for it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I would lose. No, I would I'm lose. Kidding, I'm no, kidding. I, have I, you seen Jonathan's thumbs? They're I freaking huge. Break him. <laughs> All right, All right, so, so I'm, cur- I'm currently 1-0 in the Rock, That's, Paper, Scissors is Challenge. Is that true? I thought I beat the only time we ever did it yeah. together, I beat you. No, I beat you. Oh, dang. I beat you two games to that none. That can't be true. I beat somebody in the you first be- one. You, no, you're 1-1. One one. No, you beat somebody in the second one. Oh. Your memory is like Swiss cheese. Look, yeah, I'm not going to Lots of that. holes in it. I'm not going to argue that. Okay, so here we go. So it's going to be one, two, three, shoot. shoot. Okay. Okay. So one, two, three, and you throw on the word shoot. Got it. All right. All right. You ready? No. Okay. I need, so is, I is need it to lock in one, on you here. All right. Go ahead. Is it one round or two out of three? No, it's two out of three. It's two, two out of three. Okay. I got to figure out where Chris is going with this. Unagi. What does that mean? Uh, it's a friend's, it's a friend's <laughs> thing. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, Ben what just is, turned and took them all out. He wins. What is what is uh, what is um, what is uh, Ross do? It's like, what is that? Instead of flicking oh, somebody no. off, yes, <laughs> <it>. yes. <laughs> yeah, they wanted a clean version of flicking somebody off, so they went. <laughs> uh, that's really good. All right, Chris, are you ready? I'm ready when you are, man. All right, here we okay. go. One, One, two, two three, shoot. shoot. We both went rock. All right, you ready? All right, here we go again. All right. One, two, three, shoot. Jonathan went paper. Chris went rock. All right. All right. Just one another for Jonathan. Here we go. I forgot for a second that paper for some reason beats rock. He held his rock up as if it was good. He's like, I have a rock. (laughs) Rock beats skull. If you hold up a piece of paper and I throw a rock at it, it goes through the paper. (laughs) It just doesn't make sense. What kind of like wet paper? That's true. All right. You ready? All right. Here we go. All right. One, One, two, two, three, three, shoot. shoot. Oh, scissors. Chris has scissors to my paper. All right. One to one. Oh, man. Hold on. Oh, it's getting intense. It's the final countdown. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) I cannot lose to this. (laughs) Again. Oh, my gosh. All right. See, I have nothing to lose here. This is just perfect for me. Here we go. Ready? Man, dang tastic. All right. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right. One, One, two, two, three, shoot. No! Yes! Paper yes! over Paper rock. Over rock. You know what's bad? I told myself to go scissors, but my hand made a stupid rock. <laughs> so yesterday, Chris not wins one but two fantasy football championships. Today, the wrestling championship. Woo! Woo! I got wow. Oh man. And I finished with the most interesting score ever of 20 and two-thirds. I don't know. We had a negative one. Chris is taking a lap around the room. That that wasn't even a legal score. (laughs) And you think this is? (laughs) Yes. That was an official score. All right. I I have a lot of fun, you guys. I love it. That was a ton of fun. That's going to be a lot of fun to listen to later. So, guys, this was a bonus episode of Trivial Warfare. Derek, remind everybody where they can find uh, information about the Oversell podcast. You can go to www.oversellpod.com and uh, Twitter at Oversell Podcast. It's that simple. 
All right, guys. Well, we are going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to this bonus. That is Derek. That is Chris. That is Ben. And I am Jonathan. And this has been an episode of Trivial Warfare, where it's not just trivia. It's war. Bye, guys. I am the champion. I am the champion. You don't know what he is, but you of the world. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Thank you for listening to Trivial Warfare. To learn more about the show and become a warhead yourself, visit TrivialWarfare.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or in any other good podcast app. And find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Trivial Warfare. Warm It Up was written and performed by Matthew Stevens. This episode was edited and produced by me, Joel Sharpton. If you need help with your podcast, find it at propodcastingservices.com. Is that an AJ Styles shirt, by the way? It is. Nice. It's not phenomenal. They don't want none. See, I love that because Jonathan, for some reason, has this this hatred. I don't get it. Ben doesn't get it. I don't get it. I need Derek to talk. Derek, sell me on on, on Styles. I mean, AJ Styles is just like, he's just a wrestler. And he's extremely talented. He's solid. In what way is he talented? Other than looking like a mama's boy with super long hair and doing Rob Van Dam wannabe kind of stuff. Well, if you look at his, he's like, as far as um, technically... As far as technical wrestling, he's just perfectly sound. Everything he does is crisp. You never see him botch many moves. That's not true. Every time I watch him, he botches. Oh, you're so full of crap. I can't stand him, man. Oh, it's because you're, you took the bitter pill he's, he's every time of, you watch He's him. one of the worst acting wrestlers I've seen in 20 years. Then you're not watching, dude. Holy crap. All right. You're wrong. See. Let me strike out that AJ Styles question here. No, absolutely keep it in there. Who is the most overrated wrestler of the last 20 years? Hulk Hogan. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. There you go. Oh, you're... Oh, my God. You're so mad. He's the best wrestler WWE has, and it's not even close. Are you serious? Not even close. Then they need to shut up their shop and go home. You're the only one in the world that doesn't think AJ Styles is any good. And that should tell a lot about how bad you're going to do in this episode. Hashtag just saying. All right, so let's go ahead and get this thing started. So this week or this for this episode, the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak is probably one of the uh, greatest streaks ever in professional wrestling. And what I want to see if you guys can name all of his opponents that he's faced in his 21 and 0 streak. Oh, no. Uh, should be pretty easy considering we've done it recently. Yeah, we did it on the all, we did it on the wrestling pro, the all wrestling one that we did a few oh, months ago. No. Well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm still gonna forget. It the was last a one. great idea. I had the same one. <laughs> what? Why what did I just walk why, into? Why is why does Rambo sound like? <laughs> Chef's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I'm scared. <laughs> I gave him a dollar. Yeah, we we joked about the biker taker 
So it was like, I'll take your bike and I'll take your bike soul. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, you okay over there? I'm just thinking of Ben's reaction when I used my little effect on my mixer here. Uh, his eyes got really wide. And I just can't get it up. It was just, it's just not something you expect to happen. It was quite amazing. You look like the dude in Caddyshack when the boat's coming at him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get out of the way! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's out. He's, he's uh, he Your enjoyed face that one. Is tickling him. 